It's the state of Victorian greyhound racing and the stories behind the sport. This is RSN 927's Off the Leash. It is indeed for Wednesday morning. Riley Fielding in the hosting chair for Trent Mason Helder, joined by Molly Haynes from GRV. Good morning, Molly. Good morning. And Andrew Copley. How are you, Andrew? Going very well, thank you, Riley. Plenty coming up on the show this morning. Another multiple Group 1 winner has been retired. We preview Friday night's Adelaide Cup. Chat about the great chase. Chat to Troy Harley from the Bendigo Greyhound Racing Association. Look at the dog of the week, the watchdog form. Litter of the Week and the uh, Gap Dog of the Week. And speaking of Gap, uh, Molly, a great day at Sandown on Saturday. How did it all go? It sure was. So Saturday was the Greyhound Adoptions Program Adoption Day and 43 beautiful greyhounds found new homes. Now, there were more than 300 people who attended the day to meet some of these wonderful animals. Although the day wasn't just to adopt the greyhounds, it was also a day to learn about the breed and what they have to offer for each and every family situation. Now, one greyhound, Quick in particular, he was actually the 400th greyhound to pass through the foster system at Durangal Prison. And he was also one of the first greyhounds to find his match on Saturday. Now, this program, which um, which involves inmates at a minimum security prison, um, play a role of foster carers to help prepare ex-racers for life as a pet. Now, foster caring involves socialisation, teaching them to climb stairs, um, getting used to household noises. So it's a win-win for dogs and for the prisoners who get an amazing result in transforming these professional athletes into adorable pets. But back to Saturday, unfortunately, six greyhounds missed out on finding their forever homes. But they have been returned to Gap Kennels in search of their perfect matches. Now, adoption days aren't the only way to adopt a greyhound. Every day is adoption day at Gap in Seymour. Gap also has a Melbourne facility in Baxter, which is open on Saturdays and Sundays by appointment. Now, for more information on how to adopt these beautiful animals, simply Google the Greyhound Adoption Program Victoria, but just quickly, I really want to say thank you to all the adopters who take the time and the effort to come and adopt these beautiful greyhounds. And, you know, without you, we just, we can't thank you enough. So thank you very much. I'm a regular walker and seem to be seeing more and more people out with uh, greyhounds that obviously have been adopted. So that's uh, great for retired dogs. It really is. Speaking of retired dogs, we've had a few uh, hang up their racing collars of late and we had uh, another one during the week. Yes, we had Striker Light. She called it a day after 30 wins from 62 starts. She had four group races to her name, which include the Group 1 Golden Easter Egg, the National Futurity, the Invitational Temley and, of course, the Warnable Cup. She made 19 group finals, including running back-to-back in four of them. She was a 2016-17 Victoria Sprinter of the Year. She was a 2016-17 Greyhound of the Year finalist. Now, she also currently sits in 10th spot on Australia's all-time prize money list with over 700000 to her name. Now, she unfortunately had to retire after injuring a stopper bone, but she will be retiring to the breeding barn, and I believe they're looking to go to Black Magic Opal when she comes in season. But interestingly enough, Striker Light went within 0.2 lengths of Black Magic Opal's first split record. So a little bit interesting heading into the breeding. Wonderful career. May she enjoy her retirement. Let's have a look at the Adelaide Cup. It's RSN 927's Off The Leash. Away, real simple, fired out of the boxes. He's led by two, but there's Smart Knocker. He's up outside the favourite here, and the two big guns go one and two. 
They go to the back, two lengths on Victor Dora. Back in fourth placing, Springbridge, two lengths away to Zipping Inglis. Then Mapunga Gowan, Cryer's Plugger is last. It's in front here, real simple. A length clear, trying hard, smart knocker. And now Springbridge is getting busy late. They turn, real simple in front. Smart knocker comes to the outside, Springbridge the middle. Oh, I think real simple, but Springbridge is motored home. It's in a photo and right there too, smart knocker. Terrific finish. Has the inside clung on? Oh, it's close. Yes, it has. Real simple. Replay there of Real Simple's heat win in the Adelaide Cup last Thursday. Andrew, we've got a great record in the race. Uh, will that come to an end or does it continue this week? Tough to know, Riley. I tell you what, it's uh, it's very interesting. Real Simple, the only Victorian to make the Adelaide Cup final. Victoria has an outstanding record in this race with Vic Greyhounds winning eight of the last nine Adelaide Cups. We heard Real Simple and his brilliant early pace there in last Thursday's heat. One of five thir- uh, heat winners. On Thursday, the quickest was Fabwick by quite a way, actually, by five lengths. But back to that question, real simple, he does have loads of early speed, and that is one thing in his favour, particularly with Angle Park being a leader's track. Just a little bit about this greyhound, because he's really just burst on the scene after spending a lot of his career in New South Wales. He's won 21 races from 50 starts, so he's got an awesome strike rate. And he's trained by Shona Thompson, who actually won the Adelaide Cup two years ago with Aqua Cheetah. Real Simple is the second favourite at $4.20 behind Fabric, and it's just going to come down to whether he has the class to step up because this is actually his first run in a group final in start number 51. Well, he did a good job at his uh, first start at Angle Park, so may that continue on Friday. Let's have a look at the market there. Uh, out of the one box, Fabwick, uh, $2.30 with the tab, two Larrikin Lockie at 18 three Real Simple, four twenty. Four Honcho Manelli at five, the five Bogey Bullet forty one, five fifty for the six Alpha Aeon, six ma- seven Master Chaos at fifty one, the eight Spring Bridge at seven, Emergencies the nine uh, Gem Tree Dynamo at fifty one, ten Vital Force at twenty one. So look at the market for the uh, Group One Adelaide Cup. You're with Molly Haynes and Andrew Copley and Riley Phelan on RSN 927's Off the Leash this uh, Wednesday morning. As we turn our attention now to the Great Chase, the TOB's Great Chase, Andrew, Victorian Greyhound Racing's number one community event, two components to the series that are currently working side by side. Can you tell us a bit more about it? Yeah, so there's a community uh, component to the Great Chase as well as a racing component. The community component sort of ran the majority throughout September with Victorian race clubs each hosting hosting a community day for local groups that care for the intellectually and physically disabled. They come along, they have free meals and the chance to follow some dogs and take home a share of $2,000 in prize money. But most of our listeners will be pretty interested in the racing component, which kicked off last Friday with heats of the Great Chase. Again, all of Victoria's tracks are taking part here, each hosting a set of heats for a share in more than $200,000 in prize money. So the semi-finals will be held on October 17 at the Meadows and the grand final, which incorporates the community component, massive carnival day out there, as well as the Group 2 Great Chase grand final to be held on Wednesday, October 24. But Molly, we've seen quite a few clubs host heats so far. Have any greyhounds caught your eye? Look, I really like the run of Aston Geisha, who's trained by Anthony as a party. She won her heat at Bendigo over the 500. She's unbeaten in her four starts, which include two nice performances at the Meadows. And I think um, 
Experience on the track at the Meadows is really important heading into the Great Chase series. We've seen plenty of dogs in the past really succeed running throughout the whole series at the Meadows rather than coming from the 400 metres or even Hillsville. So Aston Geisha is one to look out there. Of course, we can't pass up often imitated. She's performed at group level before in the South Australian Oaks. She's experienced at the level. She's a winner of six races from 12 starts. Now, her talent can never be discouraged, so often imitated, but... One I also like is a greyhound by the name of Hennessy Venom. Now, I saw this dog trial before I even started racing, and I could not believe the times he was running at Geelong. So um, I'm really The dogs only run over the 400. He qualified, I think it was at Ballarat, over the 450. And, look, I'm really, really excited to see how he goes over the 500. I think it might take him a run or two to, you know, to really hit his mark at the Meadows, but i really like to see him go really well in this series. So two heats of the Great Chase at the Meadows today. Also Greyhound Racing at Bendigo this afternoon. Neil Brown along with Quaddy Numbers and Best Bets for both those venues during winners with Nadia Horn. Tonight Greyhound Racing at Cranbourne and Warrigal. Before we get there, let's chat to our special guest. It's RSN 927's Off The Leash. And our special guest today is Troy Harley, manager of the Bendigo Greyhound Racing Association, who's going to be talking to us about the upcoming Ready to race greyhound sales. Andrew, before Troy uh, joins us, can you give the listeners a quick snapshot of what the ready to race sales are all about? I sure can, Riley. So the ready to race series is a very unique series at that in which greyhounds race twice in the space of five days before going to auction. It's run at Bendigo over, over the 425 metres in November and it's for greyhounds who are sort of at the beginning or just about to start their careers. Um, it's, they run uh, a series of heats, uh, four dog fields on the Monday, November 12th, with the finals to be run in six dog fields on Saturday, November 17th, followed by an auction that afternoon. And importantly, breeders listing should note that nominations for the 2018 Ready to Race Greyhound sales close this Friday at 5pm. Go to readytorace.grv.org.au to nominate. And Troy joins us now. Troy, uh, good morning to you. An exciting time coming up for Bendigo. Yeah, good morning, Riley. It certainly is an exciting time. Uh, something we've been doing now for uh, seven years, the Ready to Race, and um, we're very proud that uh, we are the home of the Ready to Race auction series, and uh, we've continued to make it grow over the last couple of years with Grain Racing Victoria and uh, looking forward to the 2018 version. So, Troy, for breeders and buyers who are unfamiliar with the Ready to Race sales, what can they expect from the series that I haven't already spoken about already? Yeah, well, I guess the, the, uh, what you haven't spoken about already is just the process. It, uh, it's pretty much a race day process. The grounds are kenneled and weighed and vet checked, et cetera, and, uh, and go through that process. And the buyers looking to buy the dogs know that the grounds have had that experience. And um, on the day, we send four lots of, of heats and finals on, on the two days to the boxes at one time. Um, you get to watch the four races sort of a minute apart, and then we have a 10-minute gap to, to brush the track and produce those results. And uh, pretty much it's a race day experience for the dogs, but ideally do a, for the buyers to look at those grounds under those race day conditions twice. And... Um, uh, the auction's done inside, and uh, it's a nice, comfortable day, and uh, the dogs are looked after, and, uh, and, and generally the breeders and buyers all go home happy. As we mentioned, nominations close this Friday at 5pm. Why should breeders, breeders and owners of young greyhounds consider nominating for the ready-to-race sales? Well, it's a terrific way to get uh, to, to move your, your pup and sell your, and sell your young dog um, that you either for whatever reason you want to sell it, uh, maybe not quite up to your own expectations or it goes very good and these auction series have seen you the, the way to get uh, the top dollar for those dogs. Um, it's also supporting a concept that ensures that we have a, an avenue for owners to get into the sport and um, for every breeder, we certainly every greyhound, we certainly need an owner to go with those dogs to make sure that uh, all facets of the industry are successful. 
and uh, I think just supporting the concept is, is a wonderful opportunity for the breeders to do that, but also to expose their grain under those conditions as opposed to waiting um, another three or four months to go under the race conditions. And uh, the fact that it's all done uh, open and transparently, I think it's a great opportunity for, for people to be able to sell their dogs that way. No, good point. Now, uh, we've mentioned that it's for young dogs. What greyhounds exactly are eligible? I believe you're going wider than just Victorian bred greyhounds this year. Yeah, we certainly are. Obviously, there's been a downturn in breeding for uh, a number of reasons over the last couple of years, and the number's a little bit low, but uh, we're also looking at um, expanding to make sure it's a, a national concept, and hopefully in a couple of years' time it may become twice a year. But this year it's open to all greyhounds bred anywhere in Australia and New Zealand uh, between the, uh, the 1st of July 2016 to the 30th of June 2017. So you've basically got the greyhounds pretty much ready to start their career as well as the older dogs, a little bit mature, a little bit more seasoned, that uh, may have had a start or two as well. So there's a 12-month age gap uh, from uh, the 1st of July 16 to 30th of June 17, as you say, it is open to interstate dogs for the first time. And, Troy, easiest way to nominate, and are there any fees involved? It's a $50 nomination fee, and uh, when you sell the dog, there's a 10% commission as well. But uh, the nominations, there's a nomination form on the uh, Ready to Race website. Uh, you can either fax that through to us with the credit card details and we can do that payment, or you can uh, give us a call, nominate the ground, and then go to trybooking.com and make the payment that way. But uh, basically, you give can the, give the club a call or go to the Ready to Race uh, website, mate, you'll uh, get all the information there. Now, Troy, it's Molly here. It sounds, you know, really simple in regards to nominating these greyhounds for the Ready to Race series, but do you think there's anything that could be holding breeders and owners back from nominating these pups? No, I don't think so. I, I can't. I'm a, I'm a breeder as well, and someone will be nominating a couple of dogs as well, so I can't see any uh, any concept as to why uh, or any reason why it would be holding it back. Um, the $50 nom fee, possibly, I guess, but uh, at the end of the day, it's a... Uh, what goes into putting the auction on and uh, producing the catalogues and the form guides, etc. It's a, it's a minimal fee to be able to uh, to produce your grains in the race conditions to be able to sell them. So I really can't see anything, uh, Molly, that holds the breeder back at all. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. Now, will there be any notable differences between the 2018 Ready to Race series compared to previous years? Uh, not in terms of the format. Um, obviously, the, the fact that the estate grounds are eligible this year is, is probably the first one um, and that most of the, uh, the inquiries will come through the club as opposed to Grain race in Victoria in the past, but as far as the format goes, the four dog heats on the Monday the same. Um, the six dog finals on the Saturday that we did last year, positively last year for the first time, they'll be the same. Um, about an hour break between the last uh, last heat to be able to give the dogs an empty and a feed and a bit of a walk and exercise before the auction starts inside. So pretty much the same format as last year. Now you mentioned earlier on in the piece, this is the seventh Raider Race series being run. Can you name a big, a few big success stories to come out of these sales? Yeah, certainly can. Uh, last year, a grain called Extra Gear was purchased for $8,500 and uh, we include his Waterloo, Waterloo Cup victory. He's won just on $60,000 now and uh, at the other end of the scale, Pinciotti was purchased for $3,000 um, at last year's auction and she's won about 13000 so far. But um, in previous years, To the Gallows was a $6,000 buyer that won $180,000. Uh, Cut Loose Max was a $6,250 buy that won hundred grand, And uh, even in the race dog side of it, a grand called Zellamar Diva had won 15 or 16 starts and hadn't won a race. She was purchased for 7000 and then went on to win 10 or 12 races and won nearly 40000 So there's uh, pretty much somewhere there for everyone, and both the young dogs and the older dogs as well, that uh, there's been plenty of success stories. And I think last year, um, the average purchase price was around the 4500 Another 75 dogs, they've gone to win uh, an average of about 7,000 prize money since. So uh, all of it's been positive. Fantastic. Now, what about Kiss Me Couture? Wasn't he sold through the sales? He's probably one of the most famous greyhounds going around. I also believe yeah. he's in Gap now. Yeah, he was, uh, he was one of the original uh, the original sales. He was uh, a pretty expensive buy and, of course, won uh, I think near on 400,000. He certainly won some uh, group races as well and 
obviously with the, with the name, he was a bit of a national icon in terms of Kispi Katut. As you're right, he uh, he's uh, been adopted our ground now, and um, it's a tr- tremendous story to be able to see that a ground that's gone through an auction then to participate at the highest level now also uh, find a couch for uh, for the rest of his life. Well, nominations, as we mentioned, do close Friday, 5 o'clock. Uh, go to readytorace.grv.org.au to nominate. Uh, Troy, thanks for joining us this morning on Off the Leash. Thanks very much. Troy Harley, manager of the Bendigo Greyhound Racing Association, joining us this morning. A mostly sunny 18 degrees on the way for Melbourne today. More to come shortly. We'll see how the watchdog service performed over the last week. There's the litter of the week and Molly's gap dog of the week. That's coming up on the other side of a quick break. You're listening to Off the Leash on RSN 927. For wedding receptions. For end of year parties. For those significant birthdays. The stunning new function room at Craigieburn Sporting Club is now open and the reviews are rating it the best in the region. Elegant, spacious, flexible, with a smart selection of menus, it'll make your big event one to remember. Bookings until Christmas are filling now, so talk with the function team and take a guided tour. Call Craigieburn Sporting Club 9308 2386 or visit craigieburnsc.com.au. In Katandra and Katunga, Kevin Hicks is there. In Shep and Toke and Old Stanhope, Kevin Hicks is there. They're the fellas in Kyella, it's for certain they're in Strathmerton. Into Tura, Tulamba, Taligarutna, up in Barmer and down in Marutna. And if you're way, way out in way, I, Kevin Hicks is there. All over the north, people are buying and selling property with Kevin Hicks Real Estate. If you're thinking of selling, call for a free market appraisal, 5821 8388. Or look online at kevinhicksrealestate.com.au. It's RSN 927's Off The Leash. Molly Haynes, Andrew Copley with you with this uh, Wednesday edition of Off The Leash. Greyhound racing coming up, as we mentioned, the Savo at the Meadows. Some heats of the great chase there. Bendigo also. A preview with uh, Neil Brown during winners with Nadia Horn tonight. Greyhound racing at Cranbourne and Warrigal. Let's have a look now at the uh, Watchdog form service. Andrew, how's it gone over the last week? Yeah, pretty good day at sale on Sunday, Riley. The Watchdog picked seven out of 12 winners, so magnificent effort there. A couple of other big winners on the weekend were at Geelong on Friday, Hurricane Rose winning at odds of $5.70, and at Hillsville on Sunday, Aeroplane Hank won at $4.10. And, of course, for your free form guides and expert selections for all Victorian Greyhound Race meetings, simply Google the Watchdog. And litter of the week time, Molly. This is another quality litter that I stumbled across. It's a Black Magic Opal Stunning Success litter. They're bred by Lorraine Langley. Now, they're born on August 10, so they're about four weeks old. There were three males and three females born in the litter. Now, what gets me really excited about this one is Stunning Success. She's a winner over all three distances, but that's not the best thing. She's also a litter sister to Blazing Bomber, Bells Are Ringing, and, of course, New Zealand staying superstar, uh, ring the bell. There's Group 1 wins over 700 in this litter. They are just oozing talent. Now, this is her second litter. First, she went to Barsha Bale, which are 12 months old, and I believe, uh, well, I have, have been told that they are looking really nice, but this litter to Black Magic Opal, there are four for sale, well, three or four for sale, I'm told, two dogs and one female, and they're ranging around the 10,000 for each pup. Look, these are, you know, a quality litter, and stunning successes litter, I think, is what sells them um, themselves. So, if you want any more information on this litter or the um, litters that are born in Victoria, simply Google Greyhound Monthly for all of those latest litters. 
First race at the Meadows coming up just before 1.30 this afternoon. Before we wrap up for this morning, uh, let's have a look at the Gap Dog of the Week, Molly. Now I have a pre-Gap Dog of the Week again. I have Angus with me in the studio today. He's a four-year-old blue male. He raced under the name Zipping Angus. He finished his racing career about five months ago and he's learning the ropes of life as a pet. So he's been inside. He's also been in the office this morning and now, of course, he's in the RSN studios. He's been introduced to some other breeds of dogs and, look, as you can tell, he's pretty relaxed in here. He's, he's laying gorgeous down. Gorgeous and relaxed, yes. Not making a noise but um zipping out he as we mentioned his race name was zipping angus and he was trained by brooke ennis he was a bit of a star on the track he won about eighty one thousand dollars from 15 wins but he's got to be one of the happiest dogs i have ever met his tail has not stopped wagging and he gets rather upset when people would walk past in the office and not pat him and i quite understand that (laughs) i wasn't one of those (laughs) no you weren't (laughs) now he's a big beautiful boy weighing in about 35 kilos and I think he'd really suit a family that's quite active. He, you know, he's as relaxed as he is now. He really loved the walk from GRV to the RSN studios this morning. So, look, he's super affectionate too. I just, I can't speak highly enough of this dog now. He goes in for his gap testing tomorrow, so on Thursday. So hopefully all systems will be go for there and he'll be available for adoption in the next couple of weeks, I'd say. Question without notice, what are, what's the test involved? Now, the test involves um, some little dogs they have um, around the tracks in Victoria. So um, it's just that all the greyhounds are muzzled and they go in to see, you know, how they react to the smaller dogs. Um, Because if they are a little bit too interested, then they get told, you know, there's a little bit more work to be done. Um, Otherwise, it's just making sure that they're all nice and friendly and friendly towards people and things like that. And that's the first stage of a couple of stages um, heading into, well, I suppose, the gap process. All right, well, if you want to get your hands on this uh, star past athlete, keep your eye on uh, Gap's available dog page in the coming weeks, gap.grv.org.au. And that wraps us up for this week. Andrew Copley, thank you very much for coming in. Been a pleasure. Thank you, Riley. And Molly Haynes, thank you. Thank you very much. Want to hear Off the Leash again? It'll be up on iTunes, on Facebook and on the podcast page at rsn.net.au.